Proverbs chapter 6, verse 1 through 11. My son, if you have put up security for your neighbor, if you've given your pledge for a stranger, if you're snared in the words of your mouth, caught in the words of your mouth, then do this, my son, and save yourself. For you have come into the hand of your neighbor. Go, hasten, and plead urgently with your neighbor. Give your eyes no sleep and your eyelids no slumber. Save yourself like a gazelle from the hand of the hunter, like a bird from the hand of the fowler. Go to the ant, O sluggard, consider her ways and be wise. Without any chief, officer, or ruler, she prepares her bread in summer and gathers her food in harvest. How long will you lie there, O sluggard? When will you arise from your sleep? A little sleep, a little slumber, a little folding of the hands to rest, and poverty will come upon you like a robber and want like an armed man. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Thanks be to God. Well, this passage, you know, it it, uh, it has some notoriety. This uh, this image of the consider the ant, you know, the, oh, memorized it in second grade. Yeah, exactly. I, I think it was around that time for me too. This is one of those good like. Uh, it's one of those passages that like really fits into just the red blooded American, like manifest your destiny kind of hustle, thing. baby, hustle, hustle, baby, hustle. The Lord wants you to be a good capitalist like that. ant. <laughs> um, so I think we've all heard it in that kind of context, but, uh, we're here in Proverbs six joined by the great Thomas Nelson today. And, uh, we don't start by talking about ants, um, and bread, but by, talking about being in debt to your neighbor and then this really interesting high alarm like panic inducing warning of get out of debt to your neighbor um and so you know and that also is kind of like a a a good touchstone for like the dave ramsey kind of camp um, so a lot of ways we could run with this, Thomas, a lot of extremes we could reach towards. Yeah. I think I'm going to go a different direction, but go ahead. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I like it. I like it. Well, uh, please tell us, you know, we, we see ants, we see debt, we see sluggards in sleep. Uh, what are your thoughts on today's passage? Well, you know, in, in the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus said, um, let your yes be yes, or your no be no. Anything beyond this is from the evil one. And he's, he's kind of that, um, my word is my bond. You know, we we get that from somewhere, right? That expression. Yeah. Uh, there is a uh, a a real honoring of your words in the Bible. Um, uh, you know, Solomon in Ecclesiastes says, "Be put your hand over your mouth before you utter like half-hearted promises to God." Yep. Um, and yep. so I think that this idea of I told my neighbor I would do such and such, and then realizing I can't do it. Or yeah. I just don't need to do it. There's still like in I think our, in our culture it's like, um, dude just didn't show up. Mm-hmm. I guess he's not going to do what he said. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> I mean, you see that in almost every industry. It's like, dude, dude said he was going to be here and he's not here. No call, no nothing. I guess he's got something better to do. Yeah. Um, it's like we just and I think that's like bred like in middle school and high school. It's like. Um, I got invited to the party. I said I would go, but then I got invited to another party. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to go to that one. Yeah. And this is saying, I think, hey, like we we live this cross-shaped life. And if I want to honor God, I need to honor people. And if I told somebody I would do something, 
I need to respect them and I need to go to them and just say, Hey, I got a conflict. Can I, can I get out of this? You're almost asking permission from them to break your own word. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's like a very humble moment. It shows great respect for the person. Mm -hmm. It shows that you don't want to just like halfway mean things. I mean, what if the Lord like halfway meant stuff with us? That'd be scary. <laughs> like, so we, and we are his representatives. Mm -hmm. So I think we ought to strive to say, Hey, if I, if I say I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it. And if I can't, I need to ask my way out of it. Yeah. Yeah. Not, not just not do it. Absolutely. You know, that, that kind of reminds me of this interesting dynamic that I learned. It was like when I was in college. And so, you know, like I, I do a lot of worship leading, a lot of music yep. stuff. And, uh, it's a, big complex network world out there of other people who do the same stuff. And at some point you enter this weird gradient between being like a high school student who like makes music for fun and then being like an adult who like does it for a living. Yeah. And there's like this weird gradient that you always kind of live in of like this hobby also being like, you know, a, a job, which is also like a w way that you spend time with your friends, which is also a way you serve your church. Like, yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of blurry. It's pretty blurry. And one of the things that can happen is like, you start to like get sucked into a bunch of things and you try to suck other people into a bunch of things. And I remember when I was in college, I was probably a freshman in college. So I'm like really just starting to get uh, exposed to like adult musicians and like do stuff with like adult musicians and I remember like asking somebody to kind of like do something in that mindset. And they were like, no, like, but like, it wasn't rude, but it was just like, that's yeah. not like the best use of my time. And I remember being so like confused by that and like kind of like offended and taken aback. But then as I like grew into, you know, more of an adult musician kind of professional person, Realizing like, oh, like, yeah, you, you just have to like live life with like parameters and goals and not get yeah. sucked into saying if you if you're the person who is constantly, you know, to kind of like appropriate this proverb, if you're constantly putting up security for other people, if you're constantly, you know, saying yes to everything and getting your own skin tied into everybody else's stuff, then like you're going to let people down. You're not really going to be able to take care of people because you're going to sp be spread too thin. And so this call is once again, it's not a call to like not be generous. It's not a call to be stingy, That's right. but it's a call to be like, to be single-minded and diligent. And then out of that, you're actually able to be truly generous from a position that's not reckless. Uh, but you can like actually take care of people because you're not snared in your own words. You know, you're being yeah. watchful over what you say. So I, I think that's, that's a really fascinating thing. And it kind of ties into that idea that, you know, Jesus tells his, his disciples to be wise as serpents and innocent as doves. That's right. And I think it's easy for us to wrap our mind around being innocent as doves, but like similar to the, uh, we talked about a couple of days ago with the wisdom grid. It's easy to think about righteousness versus unrighteousness, but we also have to think about like what's wise and righteous. Cause you can like do foolishly righteous things. Yeah. So I don't know. And what do you think about going off of that into this like sluggard kind of well, language? I think they fit. Um, I know there's a break in the paragraphs here. I don't think they're completely separate thoughts because if, if I am, 
cautious with my words. If I have a direction that I'm heading, well, that, that assumes like I have some sort of reason for going in that direction. Mm -hmm. And I think both of these imply this, like, Hey, be careful with your words. When you do trip yourself up with your words, like honor the person that you committed to go back and ask, you know, to be released from that commitment um, so that you can get back on track and you work diligently when you're on track. But the, the, I think what's what's interesting here, the background to this, like if this was like on a piece of paper, the background color here um, mm -hmm. is like, well, what, who plotted that course for me? Mm -hmm. I think the assumption is here, you've got a, a God-ordered life. Mm -hmm. And to put it in New Testament terms, we have a gospel-centric life. Mm -hmm. And so if I have a gospel-centric life, it informs what I promise people. Mm -hmm. It informs what I say no to. Yep. If I have a gospel centric life, then I know like, man, I only have a certain amount of time. Yeah. And I mean, Moses in Psalm 90, 12, teach me to number my days that I might present to you a heart of wisdom. I've got this gospel centric life. And as a result, man, I, I, I want to look at things like ants mm. and be like, man, they're just getting after it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like I'm gonna stop looking at the ants and I'm gonna get after it. Yeah. Like I, I'm going to, and I'm going to kind of make hay while the sun shines. And I'm going to, I know that this is a season of life. And so what can I do for the Lord in this season? Yeah. What kind of parameters do I need to put up so that I can stay on track? And, um, yep. you know, I mean, I, I think that it's, uh, it's, it's saying, Hey, watch your, even watch your me time. Mm. And I like my me time. I'm, yeah. I'm an introvert. That's how I recharge. Mm -hmm. um, but a little sleep a little slumber, a little folding of the hands to rest and poverty will come upon you like a robber and want like an armed man. Um, and so I think like, Hey, I need to, I, I just need to be really careful. Like my leisure, I need to be really careful with my work. And this is not to get rich. Mm -hmm. This is like, Hey, the Lord left me here to cultivate. Yeah. Yeah. Am I cultivating for him? Amen. Amen. Dude, that's a great word. That's a great word. And a great place to land today. So, for Thomas Nelson, this is Will Carlisle, and we'll see you tomorrow on Our Daily Rhythm. Thanks for listening to Our Daily Rhythm. I'm Jason Dees, one of the pastors of Christ's Covenant, and Our Daily Rhythm is a ministry of our church designed to help you more faithfully and effectively meditate on God's Word. If you ever have a question for us about one of our Bible readings or one of your own Bible readings, please don't hesitate to text us at 404-465-1737. Again, that's 404-465-1737. Or email me directly at jason at christcovenant.com. We'll meet you again tomorrow for our daily rhythm.